All right. Welcome, everybody, to the debut episode of the Badge County Podcast. I'm Samuel D. And this is Jared, a.k.a. Thunder Hour. Welcome into the county. And, uh, yeah, I think first, maybe let's just, like, talk about why we're starting this podcast before we rip into, obviously, today's big news. At the time of releasing, this will be yesterday's big news, and I'm sure there'll be some awesome reveal on Tuesday right after this is released that is not going to be included on this episode. Uh, (laughs) But before we get into the roadmap, let's just talk about why we're starting this podcast. You know, like I started in, you know, I think I started collecting in like February 2021, like 99% of the people here kind of navigated no man's land by myself for six months, found the shot talk and discord sort of got into a community Jared and I started the Milk Gang Rising Stars set community the beginning of this year, I guess a little bit after the All-Star break. And we've morphed that into Badge County because we sort of figured that a lot of the people that were collecting Rising Stars were doing so because rookie badges. We all love badges, whether it's rookies, debut moments, championship moments, MVP moments. They are sort of the signifiers of like, You know, these are special moments beyond mint counts, beyond little nitpicky reasons why this or that moment might be special. It is to the untrained eye, even a signifier for why these moments are different than the rest of these moments. Um, You know, so we morphed it into something bigger and we are still the Rising Star set community. Um, But we wanted to create some content that, you know, wasn't so money based. It's not about. You know, and we will be talking about, okay, this pack is X. Am oh, I yeah, going for it? Am I not going for it? Um, is this overvalued, undervalued? But the reason we're into Top Shot is because we are obsessed with the NBA, not because yes. quick buck or bad, you know, quick loss or whatever. You know, we care about those things too. But if, you know, there's so much content out there from a lot of great creators about all these things, all these stats, all of this you know, EV, ROI, that's not us. We're basketball people. Not that they're not, but this is what we do. Yeah, so when I got into Top Shot, it was, you know, I think like everybody, it was about money at the beginning. But yeah, like we've grown to love the product for what it is, right? And we've grown to love the moments, the badges, all the different things that signify a season. And that's why I love um, like the Rising Star set, for for instance. And I think there's just a lot of collectability and rookies, of course. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of what why we're here. And why we started Badge County was we saw this void in the space that, like, let's, let's weave these two things together. Let's weave basketball, our love for basketball, my love for the Thunder, yours for the Celtics, those kind of things. And let's make a community that just loves – hoops and is going to talk about the games every night and we're going to talk about the moments that happen in those games and what they're going to come out in what sets what what's this going to look like and then obviously we're going to just break down every little detail of top shot because we've both come to love it we've both come to love um yeah just all the collecting side of it but also how it tells a story at least the way I look at it, it's like, this is how I can remember basketball each season. This is how I can um, kind of shape everything and make it a fun experience as an NBA fan. 
and you know with top shot we can do that and that's for me like nostalgia side of things um just fandom side of things friendships all those different things and that's what badge county to me is going to be so yeah i'm 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 here for um just a community of people that love hoops and uh yeah we're just diving into this together basketball top shot community one two three you know i mean that's just <laughs> exactly that's right. what we do here and um you know, so we've when we were previously milking, we did Milk Monday as a Twitter Spaces every single Monday. Um, we would just sort of break down what we did that week on Top Shot, what the news was, what the basketball stuff was, and we kind of just wanted a more long form version. Um, you know, and so here we are, Badge County Podcast, episode one. Let's jump Let's in. Go. Yeah, roadmap. So we I got guess the they, roadmap you know, today. Did that work out any better? By the way, did that work out any better that we got the roadmap on the initial episode day? We've had a couple of those little, like, you know, uh, was it serendipitous? Is that the word? Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, where like we couldn't do this at this point. You know, I think when we were talking about making the shift to Badge County was like right when all the leaderboard stuff happened. Uh, and then I was, you know, we were supposed to do this episode last week. Um, I completely forgot I was going to be 10 states away for a wedding. So we pushed it to this week and perfect roadmap. Uh, you know, are. so we're getting it in phases. It looks like, you know, it's that everything said sort of like starting on Monday. Um, and there's obviously a couple little more. There's some, I think, honestly, people in the badge County, uh, Joe in the badge County discord. I liked his point of the best thing from today is that, like, it feels like top shot is learning. You don't have to promise the world from day one mm -hmm, for sure. Let's just give a little bit of information. Like here are some broad strokes. Here are some vague sentences that you can speculate on over the next 24 hours until we give you the next piece. Um, you know, two, three, four days max. Um, but nothing that is going to have people screaming, you know, wind truckload for the next 18 months. Um, and you know, yeah, today, no, I'm with you. Yeah, so today it just sort of seems like some broad strokes on circulation. Yeah. Uh, you want to start? You want to go from common to legendary or legendary to common? Let's just go top to bottom on the on the blog because I think that's okay, kind of how, point, I, that's kinda how I read it. That's kind of <laughs> how do I read it. People do top to bottom, left to right, so I think that is a good, <laughs> a good way to start. Yeah, so yeah, it started out with the legendary um, section and I don't think there was a ton of news inside there. We did find out that, you know, the number of legendaries total is going to be similar to what we saw in S3. Could um, be. Could be. Yeah. It's up to no more than. I like the no more than, you know, I don't, it leaves again. It's that sort of the vagueness. I think there was mm -hmm. 10,160 legendary moments in series three. So this nine, nine, 50 9950 total would mm -hmm. be would still be a two percent reduction from this year you know from year over year which obviously like is not much you know to be honest but i am hoping that this is sort of just like a large buffer ceiling yeah i think they that's don't what necessarily it is. even have that planned but yeah. if it does if they pull every single lever for creative for minting then it's still going to be a reduction um, you know, something, but sort of hidden in here, um, is 
by limiting the hollow set to just 50 plays as opposed to, I think mm-hmm. last year was 76 and 14, like 76 impacts and 14 as rewards. So 90 total. Um, you know, so obviously the mints aren't exactly locked in, but it would be just as far as like a moment count, it's going to be a 44% reduction um, just as far as total number of plays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so honestly, we could be seeing more than a 44% reduction um, because this is assuming that the hollows are still minted to 99. It doesn't explicitly say that. It says that none of the legendaries will be minted to more than 99. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's huge because what we've noticed over the first really three series of Top Shot is we've had legendary moments of players that just probably don't deserve them. Right. I mean, for the Thunder, you had Darius Baisley, you know, it's. Oh, he got a legendary. Yeah. In in, in series two. And so and like even Dort had one in series two and three. And it's like, I don't think most people think that that's necessary. And I think Top Shot sees that obviously. And like SGA. Yeah. Like I'd love a legendary every year from him. Probably, you know, it's like, he's going to make the big moments for the thunder. He's going to be the player that, you know, is going to have the ball late in games and all those different things. And he's also, you know, potentially a future all-star. So it makes sense for him to have a legendary, but there also is some teams that maybe have two players that, that would maybe fit in this category. And so I think it's just kind of leans into let's get the best players. Cause there is 50 good players in the NBA and like close to all-star level or we're all-stars or going to be all-stars, those kind of things. And I think that's kind of the player that's going to be fit into this category. It also makes me wonder, um, you know, we've had this idea of this rookie legendary set rookie revelation for the last about year and it's never actually happened. My guess is we potentially don't see rookies in the hollow set. That's that's a guess. I don't know that to be certain, but yeah, I mean, like I don't, we probably given these numbers, like so every team is getting one, you would assume. So that leaves twenty either for you know, well every team gets one and twenty teams get another one, whether it's a challenge reward or whatever, like only you know, there will be ten teams at least that yeah, um, and I, I mean if you think of teams like the best teams in the league you got like the sixers you got harden Embiid, even maxi they're all candidates right and you've got um you know just other teams the bucks you got middleton Giannis, and uh holiday like there's you know there's definitely some teams in the league that have super multiple superstars on their team, you know, duos, if I may say. So, right. Um, yeah. I think so it makes a lot know, of sense. Gotta, gotta, where's this other legend? Where, where are the rest of these 10,000 legendaries coming from? Yeah. I that's think the, that's, that's like you were saying, a rookie revelation, you know? So if you've got 50 and it says they're minted to no more, Oh, am I, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead. Uh, so even if they're still minted to 99, um, the hollow will be under 5,000. Yeah, absolutely. But you're going to have, you're still going to have sets like the deck, the hoops. I think you're going to have some sort of all-star thing. Maybe. Um, I I mean, I'm I'm thinking if we fall, we're going to, we obviously are going to see a finals legendary set. Um, Yeah. 
So I, I think, I, I guess I don't know this to be certain, but just based off information we've heard over the last few months, I think one of the leaderboard rewards from locking is going to fit into Love that. Uh, le- yep, like a legendary, true. a legendary tier. And so, um, got to. although it says it, it's always confusing because they say like legendary packs, what comes in a pack or what comes in a challenge or whatever, what, you know, it's kind of like somewhat vague on how, how to read these things. But I do think that that's going to be a thing at some point too. So um, I actually thought one of the most interesting things um, was this game changing twist in collaboration with our partners, which when they say partners, like it's the NBA, right? So at least that's the way I always interpret that. Um, Where are we? So, so Ooh, at the bottom honestly, of the, yeah. Le- yeah, the very <laughs> you're last... just reading is what you're doing, which is what I'm not doing. <laughs> the very last sentence of the legendary. Collaboration with our partners. That's NBA. Yeah, so, yeah, it is NBA. It, so it makes me wonder like what that's going to be because we've always kind of, there's been like this, idea of what makes legendary moments better besides the fact that they are better plays and lower mint counts, which are both important things and fun things. Um, But I think we've all thought there's like even another level that these legendary and more scarce moments can become, you know, also the the moments to collect. Yeah. This could be totally unrelated here, but NBA, ID is like your NBA yes, account is now. I saw that too. NBA what is ID. that? Um, benefits for just being, you know, it's basically, it's just saying, welcome to your NBA ID. You now have access to benefits like exclusive merch deals, enhanced all-star voting and behind the scenes stories curated just for you. You don't need to create a new account. You can just use your existing credentials to start getting more from the league you love. Benefits include exclusive merch deals, ticket giveaways, behind-the-scenes access, enhanced all-star voting. So there's nothing in here that indicates anything from Top Shot. But it did kind of move my gears a little bit. It did me, too. I was like, is this going to tie in somehow? Like, NBA ID makes me think. Blockchain makes me think. um, Yeah, it just makes me think, like, there's going to be some sort of connection to who you are as a fan. And is your collection going to be tied to this ID? Reckless speculation is fun, right? Right. Just a little brief, you know, there you go. Just a little far distant, left field, far-fetched spec. Um, That's kind of my thoughts on Legendary. We can move on to the rare, rarefied air. Sort of tying into the back end of the blog before we get into the rare is that um, they're putting, they're they're juicing locker packs with a handful of, you know, they're putting some from every drop. And it sounds like that means whether it's a base head drop or a finals drop or you know, legendary finals drop and everything in between, maybe, or maybe they're going to, you know, sort of pick and choose when it happens, but they're going to be dropping some of the drop contents into the locker pack straight away. You know, so maybe if you, I don't have a thousand dollars. I've never bought a legendary pack personally. Um, yeah. It's but maybe you know, like, by the end of the season, everyone has, yeah, it's a lot of money. And maybe by the end of the season, I probably will employ the same strategy that I did towards the end of last year, which is just, and and I don't think there's going to be as many, you know, especially I'm just because I'm so carpenter before the horse that I am going to pause. Let's just go right into the rares (laughs) before I get 10 miles off course. 
I knew where you were going, but yeah, let's go back to rares. Um, so this is the big one to me. Yeah. So for me as like, <laughs> we can tie back into what I did this summer, but like I'm an, I'm an MGLE collector. And when it comes to rares on top shot, the MG, MGLEs is like the set flagship, you know, flagship. Yeah. They call it the flagship. I call it the flagship. I think we all treat it as the flagship and especially with like the curation, like being so much better in S3 of these moments. And like, I think back to all of my Thunder MGLEs, like they are some of the best moments from the season, you know, as MGLEs. And so we got news today that the MGLEs are going to be minted below 400, which in my mind makes me think that means 399, but still. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nice marketing, Jack. Below 400 sounds great. You mean exactly. one below 400. But yeah, so like, and it sounds like we're getting three players per team rather than five, which is great. Again, it gives me the three best players from the Thunder, or you get the best three players from the Celtics or whatever team's your favorite. And if you're collecting these year over year, which that is something I did over the summer, I transitioned to buying every MGLE for the Thunder, which was a big big accomplishment and something I want to continue going forward. And so like, I'm I'm very excited that this is like still um, accessible enough. It's not crazy low mint, but it's going to be, it's going to be nice. It's going to be moments that people are are really wanting sought after moments. And so I'm going to be collecting them. This is, I mean, statistically, obviously there's going to be, there's some slight variations based on like challenge reward mints, but just the straight math of five per team, you know, five moments for 30 teams minted to 749 versus three moments for 30 teams minted to 399 at most. Cause we don't know. Maybe it does mean 299. Probably doesn't mm-hmm. probably means 399, but at, at the very least it's about a 68% decrease set over set series over series um that's exciting that's a big thing you know i mean that's they're basically doing what everybody wants them to do well and what what most people i think some of the biggest like gripes or whatever you want to call it on top shot is like that the rares have become kind of out of control a little bit in the supply they're not rare yeah they become not very rare and now this to me tells us that you know, they're going to become rare. Like they're going to be harder to come by. Like I may have to spend up a little bit, but here's the deal. It's like going to hold its value. You know, it's going to be something that is desired. And, you know, I think they're going to use like some of them other older ones, older rares, and that's what they're going to burn. I think the big question, what I'm really interested to see is like pack prices. Yeah. I mean, we don't know dynamics of packs. We don't know prices. I mean, it is interesting because eighty nine dollar MGLE minted to, minted to seven forty nine feels a little bit different than like eighty nine minted to three ninety nine three ninety nine. And you know, if you look when back, it's, when there's not even three hundred and ninety nine of those moments in the packs, like you know, yeah, they'll, maybe they'll hold some MGLE MGLEs back yeah. for rewards, or and then you've got some that are going to be sent to the locker room immediately. You know, like as far as the number of packs available, like the number available in packs, 
you know, available, especially available on the marketplace immediately after, um, you know, if you're buying for flipping the drop, uh, then, you know, we could be talking, if it's minted to 399, like, yeah, it might be 349. It might be 299. It might be, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so does that mean the packs are still going to be $89? Or are we going to start to see more all day, like 249s? You know, are these going to be loot packs? Yeah, There's a lot think- kind of, I'm sure we'll get more you know, throughout the week on the pack mechanics. Um, if you did notice how the run it back um, shifted a little bit, we had what 119, I believe it was with that, you know, with that carrot of a legendary moment in them. Yeah. I think we could see potentially something like that where we see um, like a, a small loot aspect to these packs um but then you still have solid moments you're going to be pulling you know and so i don't know we'll see i mean i'm not i'm not really too worried about that stuff i mean i i do want the packs to be reasonable of course but like i also know a lot of these moments for me i'm going to be buying them out of the marketplace probably anyway so um it doesn't I might get a lot more expensive this year yeah i mean i'm not you know, you, if you get an MGLE pack, what well, you're going to get one, you might not get the guy you want. You know, you can maybe swap it out for the one guy you do want or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. So, so I, moving I think on that's to, good news. I think, yeah, it's great. It's a huge reduction. There's a lot sort of, I think, that remains to be seen. Maybe we get it throughout this roadmap. Maybe we don't get it till the first MGLE drop. Who knows? Um, moving on to the common, which kind of has the most speculation all tied up in it. Um, mm-hmm. Just to, you know, let's just be as clear as possible and let's just read it. Across the 2022-2023 NBA season, each player will have one and only one base set play. Let's stop there. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no Bruce Browns. <laughs> you know, I mean, when, honestly, when you think about it, like... It does say base set play, though. So let's make sure we understand that that means... It could be, yeah, it could tie into this this next what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, you know, so base set commons will have mint counts of 8,000 CC plus to start the season with an additional 8,000 limited edition LE moments of the play of the play stretched across unique base set quote parallels. More on these will come later in the week. You and I are not really cardboard people, um, but we've sort of heard from the cardboard country in mm-hmm. um, in the Badge County Discord. It seems to just sort of be like, as far as it goes with like Benini and all the other cardboard world is, it's just another color. Maybe it's holographic. Maybe it has, but it's got some sort of like design element difference mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, yeah, which is a, interesting a, you know, because like, <laughs> it's going to be interesting if they have any sort of value beyond just kind of cool, you know, like. And everything, it sort of depends with these mechanics. I, my take is that it's somehow some sort of upgrade, moment upgrade program. You know, whether you're crafting for these parallels or it's tied to leaderboards or something else, you know, but I'm thinking it's one of those two things. You're crafting saying like, okay, I've got this 8K John Morant and I'm going to burn the 8K C circular, you know, the CC plus, you know, three John Moran moments and maybe a rare John Moran moment or whatever. Maybe 
you know, there's obviously some pretty clear targets of I'm sure who they want, the sets they want to burn. You know, they probably they want to burn all-star moments, all-star game moments. They want to burn rising stars, 17,000 moments. They're going to want to burn throwdown series two, 1800s, hustle and show. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some, honestly, I've never really considered hustle and show an over-minted set. I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I've just never thought about it enough. And it definitely yeah, is. I mean, over-minted. I think if you, yeah. It, it maybe it's just not is. as aggressively overminted as. Uh, well, I think here's it might the thing: be... is it had the most fanfare early on in Top Shot, like from day one of the boom. So that's just a special connection. Why, yeah, I think it's just more people are tied to it than some of these other. Rising sets. Stars so, being overminted is like not as bad because those players in general across those across series three were considerably less minted than the rising stars, you know, in series two. Um, but with hustle and show, you're kind of dealing with like, ugh, does LeBron really need like 18,000 more? Does Marcus smart need a, you know, another or whatever? Yeah. I think it's a little um, different. Yep. So I think that there's some clear targets for like what they're going to want to burn. But it this kind of parallels kind of screams crafting to me, and you know maybe it's a different mm-hmm. color, but maybe it's also an autograph like we saw in Magic Johnson. Uh, maybe it has sound like we sort of Brandon sort of teased with the I think was that the Maxi game winner Hollow in his countdown. Yeah, I believe um, what it was. You know I don't have the tweet pulled up, but it said it. He highlighted the word yet when referring to like how special this moment was even without sound, mm-hmm. um, you know? And so maybe this is a target for uh, how you get sound on a moment. You know, I, I actually yeah, I need to pull cool. this if, if that is the case, I kind of like that because I mean, of course these have to have distinctions of some sort and like just a different colored edge to the. Cube. I won't cut it. Yeah, no one's burning. For that. So. No one's doing anything for that. Yeah, me, so I'm not. I, I'm kind of like torn. I, I mean, I, I get it. I think it's a way to kind of just have some fun with it within the moments and, and whatnot. But I don't, I don't think you're going to be burning the 8,000 CC like base. I, because that to me is counterintuitive to like, we did burn is. the 5,000 archives right after we got them. Yeah. But the only reason I don't, I don't see that is like then the then the um, parallel would potentially be minted higher, right? Because these say eight thousand limited edition doesn't say like up to doesn't say it's going to be. Maybe I mean I guess is there going to be it says parallels plural so I guess maybe that means there's going to be two thousand that look like this, two thousand. I don't know. Like I mean I guess we're about to find out, but. It is interesting where these, okay, maybe we're, okay, okay, let's get real. Let's put the tinfoil hat on here. Um, Parallels, the S is within. So, like, the fact that it's within the bunny ears, I'm pretty sure that's what they call it. The preferred nomenclature is bunny ears. Within the bunny ears is the S. So, that makes me feel like the word parallels is one thing. We're getting, like, you know, one 8,000 moment begets another 8,000 moment. As opposed to like a 2,000 and a 3,000 and a 2,000. Um, Whereas if the S was outside, then it would sort of indicate like this is parallel and there's multiple of these parallels. Uh, Yeah, you're you're smarter than I at the English language and all that. So 
Yeah, uh, man, bunny ears, baby. Um, <laughs> so the commentator will have other changes this year. Rookies making their first appearance in the 2022-23 season will have their first moments debut in a new rookie debut set minted to 4,000 LE. We had that in Series 1, and then we didn't have it in S2 and S3. It's coming back. Um, S one, it was a it was a rare tier though. It was okay. Um, yeah. so there was obviously was, so many tiers of debut moments. Yeah, it was um, not a two fifty, so it was really small. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But here's like I love this. So the only, I guess I could see the only downside is your base set. That's what I'm saying. Kept, Do you need it for your base set? No, is it no, within? No, no, no. It's no, you know. No. So like all the way I read now, it. The way I read it, base set's not going to have any rookies. So the way I read it is base set's going to be pretty basic. You know, I mean, it's it's not going to... What does that do for guys like Tetris? Well, I don't know. Like, for those I of you who think... don't know, Tetris L Blocks is a, you know, one of the founding members here at Batch County. And he has collected Series 2 and Series 3 base sets. Yeah. I mean, I, here's and, the way I look yeah. at it. I think it's, yeah. I think it's almost like more appealing to me like now i don't know about him but like for me the base it's set? Like, yeah like i may go after the base set like i don't i don't i doubt i will but like if so we're does that make someone who's collected it when it was really hard like last year when you're needing a kate and evan uh scott yeah exactly working yeah, really hard to get those and now it's like well it doesn't seem part of the reason you like it is obviously it tells the full story it's the base set it's the you know the overall flagship set of top shot but part of it was also like it's a badge of honor. It's hard as hell to complete this. Yeah. No, I mean and I now can it's see like, definitely that side of things where it might not be as like Yeah, it's not as it's not something you're shooting for anymore, really. Because these commons at eight thousand are still gonna be pretty cheap. Like you will also I mean, again, it sort of defines parallels as something that is within the base set mm -hmm. across unique base set parallels. So that could be the difficult part. You know, it's like, so maybe it's like, okay, well, you don't need a Paolo Bencaro $270, you know, 4K. That's within, now within the rookie debut set. But you do need maybe whatever levers you have to pull to get those parallels. If you don't, if you're not prepared to pull every single one for every single parallel, you're going to have to hit the marketplace. And maybe these, you know, um, but it already says 8,000 limited edition. So like, you know, that's not that hard of a mint now that I say it out loud, you know, so mm -hmm. I can't really see that no matter what you have to do to get that LE moment. I can't imagine it being hard enough to it's never going to equate to these rookie debut 4Ks. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at the LE parallels is like they're just fun, like and they're like, let's not think beyond <laughs> them still being commons. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're just fun. Like I was opening packs of cardboard with my nephews over the summer or whatever it was and yeah you get like these green ones it's the same moment same card you know like it yeah so but I it looks, say, I it looks this is a little l this isn't i think it's it's you know not necessarily i like the move from top shot but i think people like tetris and all the other base set collectors out there probably feel like this is a little bit of an l that going if forward, we assume that, like, we, I mean, we still don't know. It says rookie day. I'm not in that level, set. so yeah. So, I can't imagine they're gonna have a set within a set, right? You know what I mean? So, I, I think 
it makes you think it's going to be. It's a positive. I think, you know. Well, the rookie day is going to be pretty popular. I mean, I I think. Oh, yeah. That's going to be killer. Does it maybe, you know. and It may even increase the value of those because you don't have to collect the base set. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Like, it might be something that people desire. This feels like a loot pack. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. You know, unless I, I don't see them saying like this rookie debuts, you're going to buy a rookie debut pack. I think most packs are going to have some sort of loot, you know, feature to them because I think right. I think there's just going to be ways to slide in different things, whether it's sliding in MGLEs to, you know, a hustle and show drop or sliding in these rookie debuts into a base set drop. Like I, I, I just think there's going to be some sort of loot element for one. It, it does make it to where like people have to decide if they want to buy packs and it also makes it to where it, you know, like when packs are automatic money makers, that's, it's weird. Cause it's like a conundrum. Like some people say it's the greatest. It kind of makes them not money makers because then people are like, I'm absolutely going to buy it. And so maybe the EV of this, I'm seeing everywhere that this $89 pack EV is $212. So I'm going to tank that everyone gets it for the money. And then they're like, I don't need 212. I'd be happy with 140. And so like, then they just tank the eight. <laughs> they're the ones responsible yeah. for tanking yeah, the so. actual value of these packs. And then they go back and blast the estimated value of these packs. That's totally made up. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately like packs uh, we've kind of somewhat went to this direction. I think as a collector base is like not every pack is for every person. And I think, I think Maybe that's we'll okay. get closer to that with these, you know, with all this, I think that's okay because like, we've got, we've got to realize like, like you t- we've talked about like legendary packs. Like, I mean, sure. I could maybe buy one but like is it does it make sense for me to buy one like i'm not i'm not a legendary collector i have one i i don't plan to have another unless it's like something a grail that i really really want you know like i'm not i think we're all sort of headed towards that i think that like we all hopefully i I hope that a lot of collectors at least found a little bit of clarity throughout the tumultuous series three um and you know and tumultuous end of series two like i think Top Shot kind of got caught. I think they'd be the first people to say, like, they kind of got caught, pam- caught with their pants down in February 21. You know, just like, oh, wow. Okay, what do we do here? 35000 Let's do 35000 This is insane. Everything's worth a million dollars. Let's make it 40000 You know, let's keep going. 60000 You know, and then they got a reality check. We all got a reality check. Um, you know, and I, think and so, I think that like it's a reality check of who we are as collectors, too, because like I said, when we got into Top Shot, we talked about this at the beginning. It's like we got into it for money because we didn't know anything about it right away. Right? Yeah, you told like, your neighbors, I like, I just sold this you did, John you, Wall. You had, yeah, you had no idea what it was until you actually experience it. And then actually until you start collecting it and then you start realizing, well, maybe I can't afford every pack and every moment that I want and I have to kind of create a I don't even know if it's about affording all the time you know like well, it is obviously when it comes to legendaries but it's like i can afford game recognized game well sure i just don't sure, want it no what i'm saying is like you're yeah you're kind of creating a collection that fits you and that's what i love about top shot is like 
it it's like it is my fandom right like it's like i'm gonna click all the thunder moments because that's what i love you know and i'm gonna find you know some other cool players and plays that i love and i'm gonna collect those and so it's <laughs> I mean, have, so if somebody discovered uh, your collection they would have no question they're like he's a thunder fan he's obviously a top shot fan because every single one of these has a lock icon on it oh yeah that's true We've, we haven't talked you know about so that. it's like if someone was to just go through which is you know just a slight diversion of course here why i would love sort of like you know we don't need any more social media websites um obviously in the whole world we just don't need that anymore <laughs> but I would love the community tab where you can sort of search through people's collections. I wish it was a little bit more accessible and you can sort of show things off more, whether it's with a banner or with increased showcases or through like physical displays. That's another time, another place. We've got a thousand episodes to talk about that. But I think that like through all to kind of get back to the thing here, you know, I think throughout the last year and a half, I'm hoping, I know I've found sort of my overarching half on top shot. I know what I want. And I, I've, you know, I found that through getting lucky on some stuff. I found it through buying some stuff and losing money, buying stuff, making money, buying stuff that I thought I liked that I actually just didn't like, you know, mm-hmm. trading around, uh, you know, we've, we've sold things, we bought things back and, you know, every which way. Um, but I think that like most of us have sort of figured out like, I want to buy rappers moments and I want to buy hustle and show. I'm not mm-hmm. interested in the other things or like, I don't have any interest in commons whatsoever. I am not buying any base set packs. And if I do, I am selling. it's only for a chance to hit on a rookie debut or a legendary or rare, um, which then I can flip into buying because I only care about throwdowns or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And no, so I, I think, think that going good. into S4, we all kind of have some clarity on like, this is what I'm going for. They're going to see things in roadmaps that I'm going to know immediately, like I can scroll past this because I don't care about this. This is not for me. Um, and I think that the more that the entire community skips drops that they genuinely do not want, mm-hmm. the better off we are. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's I... pretty much, that's the, the circulate, you know, that's the legendary, the rare, the common roadmap mm-hmm. that we got on Monday. Um, and, you know, so they've got some challenge stuff here. It's all, you know, there's really not a lot of, other than we did touch on, you know, the locker packs being powered up. Yeah. You know, they're going to like that. Like there's debate. I can see you would like it. I can see why other people wouldn't. Uh, personally, like I said, I don't really care either way. Cause it doesn't seem like it's going to be like, a huge difference maker. I think it's fun. I think it would be fun to have somebody say like, go rip, you know, Hey, welcome to top shot. I got you onboarded at the last captain, you know, team captains event. And, but there's no new packs for like two more weeks. You're hyped up today though. Just go rip a bunch of locker packs. There is packs. See, that's why it's valuable. That's why locker packs are valuable. Like I can send my friend that signs up three of my trade tickets or four of my trade tickets and he can go to pack. Not that you can start his collection that way, right? Or I did see someone phrase it this way. I want to say it was MBL. Um, and it's it's a valid point. It's like a shop, like a, a storefront putting their clearance section at the front door. Sure. Yeah, I mean I get that. 
it's I mean, a valid I, point. I, you know, I I agree with that. I mean, I think I think it shouldn't be something that is really that talked about or highlighted. I think it should just be there. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're, I don't you're, think again, I don't think, I don't think that's the way market, I would. Well, I, I guess that's not towards how. your users who don't know how to navigate the website. You need it. Yeah. You know, if it's. If I mean, the I think there's always there's. Go for it. Jinx. Um, I think there's going to be still packs for these new people. Starter packs. Like it's not. It's not going to be the only pack they can buy to start. You yeah, know, like that's true. There's going to be when we get into these new packs for S4, they're going to convert some of those to starter packs. Like no doubt in my mind. Um, this is so uh, I don't the know. other part of this. Yeah. So the other part of this that I'm interested in is you know, and we don't know anything other than just these words. We could speculate a little, uh, but I kind of want to go ahead. And we were. I kind of want to go ahead and get on to um, – we've got a Talk bunch of basketball. predictions. Let's talk about some real basketball. You know, But before we do, the only thing really else here that says uh, Top Shot is going to burn somewhere between two and five million moments to be permanently removed. I don't know how that – what levers they're going to pull. It does not include moments burned by, by collectors. It's all on the Top Shot side. I think we'll just give it a thumbs up. Yeah, so down. there's – I looked it up. There's a little over 5 million moments in packs and there's a little more than 5 million moments in the locker room. Burning the locker room doesn't, doesn't really do anything for me. I don't get why people are even say that. I think it makes kind of little sense. I mean, okay, wait, but, you know what? let me put double advocate here. If okay. you just, because all the moments in there, I mean, maybe not all, I guess 99.9% are bad moments. Yeah. The so reason that, that they are in there is no one wants them. And okay. so if you Those burn the locker room yeah. and then it's like, what's in the locker room? Like, why do I want to burn, you know, maybe a user that was gone all off season or they came back because they like the new mechanics and they're sitting there and they're like, you know, I've got a mountain of 60 K's that I don't want. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, or maybe a new user saying like, okay, these 60 K's are available for two or $3, maybe even $1 with this offer system. I'm going to go buy like 20 of them. And then, and why would I do that? Because the moments in there are 8,000 men at most. Yeah, no, I got you. Now, now I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, in theory, it doesn't really make a lot of sense because they're already kind of removed. But yes, I do get that. You, they and are they still can, getting... They can choose what they want. Be like, we're not burning any of the legendaries, any of the non-base. Yeah, they could just we say we're burning... burning the 60Ks and call that call it good, yep. you know? So And so, yeah, I like it. That's obviously a positive, right? Um, and then the other one, I, I, this challenges thing is interesting to me, um, cause challenges have kind of, um, just kind of changed over, over time. I feel like they've went in different iterations and whatnot, but I think this year we're going to see the best challenges we've seen because there's going to be, it says degree of burning and or locking, which we saw with the lockdown challenges for the bird was successful. Of course, burning challenges are going to be, I think fun and you know it just feels like you're kind of cleaning up your account and getting something you want um but the part i'm excited for is there's going to be some sort of hybrid to this and so um it's just going to make like the whole game i'm very excited about the hybrid yeah it's just going to be fun like you get you can potentially keep the moments out so of course me like the locking thing like of course that's me right you can play now (laughs) yeah and so like I assume it's already locked in my account, right? So if we need a Thunder Rare that's, you know, you can either lock and or burn or just lock, 
well, I've already done it, you know, so I already, I already met the requirements. There you go. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe, so I need, maybe I need to buy a couple other things or whatever, but um, yeah, it was kind of similar to um, similar to the archive, but the archive made you, you know, it, it didn't fit it exactly. It didn't, it didn't make you lock, you know, I'm sure I that think, within Top Shot, they were wish that, you know, it's, it, it felt to me that. like they wish they had the hybrid ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sort of like, didn't it feel like it was already set up for it, but we didn't do it. it that's kind of the yeah. way I, I look at it. Um, um, lastly, you, know, so that's, you got more? Or? Oh no, I'm good. I'm done on the roadmap. Well, I got one more thing, yeah. and the, the last bullet point. Yeah, so like that's you. Real. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, let's be real. Like these team communities have been a lot of fun, and most people know, or if you don't know, I'm captain of uh, the Thunder team community, and like we're going to games this season. Like in, I'm going on Friday, six, and yeah, Thanks you're going on Friday. I'm going on Sunday. There's another. 30 collectors going in Oklahoma city. There's what 80 or something in Charlotte. I, I heard like 86. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I haven't been to a single, I've never met anyone from the top shop community. And, yeah, and like, uh, it looks and like so there's going to be 50 plus at the tailgate event before the game. Yeah. So it's, yeah, team it's exciting. are the best part of top shop period, because and, this is what we've all, from day one, we said we want IRL utility. We want real life things. We want jerseys. We want tickets. Here you go. Exactly. And I think that's what we gotta like remember. And this is what's so fun about this is like this is part of Top Shot. Like we can't count this as just something extra. No, this is what Top Shot is. And so, like, if I'm selling Top Shot to my friends, I couldn't sell this to them in the past. You know, I couldn't like I have friends that love basketball that aren't on Top Shot. But this is like so in Top Shot, we'll get tickets. Really? No. Now, <laughs> like, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we didn't we didn't know. Like, it was a, a something in theory. Before like, it was like is, someday, someday we could. This is, it could make this sense. is reality. And so, like, I'm so excited for this season. We got we got a collector going courtside glaze in the Badge County courtside. Yeah, like how cool is that? I I've never sat courtside. So, I may so, never sit yeah. courtside. Literally, like one never. Day, one day. Thanks I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. I mean, but like, that's something that I would never have dreamt of, you know. And like, I could have easily as won that as him. And like, you, you know, you could win it in your community or whatever. Like, and so this is something we can't like gloss over. It is like kind of the future of like fandom, right? Hashtag future of fandom, right? Yeah, there you go. So. So that's the roadmap. That's phase one of the roadmap. Maybe it's part one of five, two, three, four, ten. I don't know. Um, but that's what we got today, Monday, or yesterday when you're listening to this. Are we going to talk in past tense? How are we going to talk? What are, what's our well, tense here? I think we just talk about it and it gets released later. <laughs> I don't know. What don't if know. we do? What if you do that and then I'll do it? So it's super confusing. Yeah, really um, confusing. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I mean, let's get to the basketball. If, because honestly, part of the reason, like we said in the beginning, we are basketball people. We love Top Shot. Obviously, we have just waxed on and on for 50 minutes about four bullet points on the Top Shot blog. Um, 
But one of the things we've talked about is like, I think there are people that top that are the opposite. Top shot, you know, either like they found the NBA through Top mm-hmm. Shot or it like reinvigorated their love for the NBA or they only watched their hometown team. And now they have, you know, favorites on all 30 NBA teams and they got league pass or whatever, you know. Um, there are people that sort of like maybe completely tune out of Top Shot and the NBA all off season long. You know, they watch the Warriors mm-hmm. beat my Celtics. They watch me cry and then they go all off season. They don't know anything. So in case you've been under a rock, these are the main, you know, the an, an NBA-sized rock. Um, you know, we've just got you a little succinct list here. These are the main things that happened in the league this summer. Kevin Durant requested a trade. Then he took it back. He started the season with the Nets, with Kyrie, with Ben Simmons. They're all one big happy family. Steve Nash is still there. Everybody loves each other. It's going to go great. They're going to win a championship. They're not going to do any of that. Um, Rudy Gobert was traded for like 8,000 draft picks from Utah to Minnesota. Danny Ainge still has it. Your your wolves, yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, And then, let's see, we got DeJounte Murray going from kind of a head-scratching trade, to be honest. They're just going all in on the tank in San Antonio, so they sent him to Atlanta. Jalen Brunson signed in New York. Where his dad is his dad like a assistant coach there? He's like it's, known Leon Rose some forever. Connection. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm confused. Donovan Mitchell did not go to the Knicks. He does, his dad is not connected in the Knicks, so he went to Cleveland. Chet Holmgren, your beloved Chet Holmgren, the number two pick. Oh, number two, number two out of Gonzaga, Chet Holmgren, and he was honestly I completely forgot these are connected because one of the things I want to talk about was this was the best summer of pro am. In my life that I can remember, it was you know, you've good. got you're, LeBron. If you if you remember, I saw Chet playing summer league. Oh, you did get to. That's good. At least you got yeah, some so Chet. I did get to see Chet for like, yeah, one game. So that was fun. So he tore his ACL, correct? No, not not ACL. No, no, not his ACL. He um, it was like his uh, Liz Frank high ankle. Whatever. Liz, Liz Frank, Frank like on your right. in your foot. Uh, slipped on some water at Seattle. Pro-Am? No, Presti said it. Presti said it had nothing to do with that. I trust Presti. Okay, so Presti's a liar. Um, more on that next week. Um, <laughs> Phoenix Suns owners, Robert Robert Sarver or Roger Sarver? I think it's Robert. I think it's Robert. Robert. Doesn't even matter. Uh, he's not. He's not going to be an NBA owner anytime ever really again. Or Chris yeah. Paul. Chris Paul just has bad luck with owners. Uh, so the yeah. Suns are being sold. And then my beloved Ime Adoka, uh, my Celtics, you know, my beloved Celtics, at least. Um, we got a new head coach. I think we're probably going to have a new head coach, like, going forward. I don't think Ime Adoka's coaching for us again. Um, so we're going to try to win a championship with an interim head coach. And honestly, if this was, like, year four of Ime, I'd be pretty concerned. Being like, this is, you know, everything revolves around this guy. He built this team. They love this guy. He's been the head coach for like 16 months. I was going to say, it's only been one season, right? Yeah. So I'm still thinking Banner 18 for us this year. Okay. Well, I'll be pulling for him for you. I appreciate that. Um, You know, and speaking of that, and if you needed any more evidence that we are completely nutty obsessed with the NBA, 
both Jared and I have filled out entire 30 team predictions, win loss records. We filled out our brackets from top to bottom. We've just done it all for you. You don't even need to watch the NBA season. Everything is all summarized here for you. Need to go to plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, league pass, it got cheap, but it's still kind of expensive. If you don't want to spend $99, you know, just head to the Badge County Twitter. We've got our, everything's, you know, very succinctly placed in this lovely blue and yellow image with all the information that you will need to know. What, um, you got any hot takes for us? Well, so I did say my wolves, right? So I really do. I really do love that trade for the wolves. So I'm, I'm kind of all in on Anthony Edwards and that's partially where my, my love for the wolves is, is I think, I think he's awesome. Where else would he be cat? Well, no, no, but, but like for real, I think he's, I think he's about to be like that superstar. You know how we had Morant last year, this year is Edwards. Like, yeah, it's going to be Edwards. And like, I hope so. I love it. Gobert, Gobert is like, I know there's like, it's weird to say stuff like this, but all the little things, especially for a league guard, look at what he did for Donovan Mitchell. And like, they've made playoffs every year or whatnot. Um, I know they haven't like. How did it go? What? <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, like, I think that the Jazz had a better roster than the Wolves. Mm, I don't know. So, I mean, they, you know, I don't know. Like, there, there's something about. I don't about... like D'Angelo Russell. I don't like Cat. I don't like Gobert. I love Anthony Edwards. Um, you know, I like Jared Vanderbilt. <laughs> no, Vanderbilt's not there no more. Dang, he's a Utah. Utah. He got sent out too because everybody got sent to Utah. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I just. Oh, like, I'm thinking of Jaden McDaniels. Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, he's yeah. still there. Yeah. He was like untouchable, which is, I think, you know, and then he dropped 52 points in one of the summer league or summer, summer pro ams. Against who? My brother and your brother? Uh, you know no, what? 52 points counts as 52 points. He's my second favorite player on that team. So, <laughs> no, but there's something to be said of like the intangible screen setting defense that the, the Wolves needed. And I think Gobert will fit that mold. And there's always time for even more trades and like adding some shooting around that roster. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of, we got I'm some discrepancies here. I, I have the Wolves as a third seed, which I know isn't like, you know, super hot take, but I think for most people, that'd be a pretty big. I mean, I've got them at, I think we're on total opposite ends of the spectrum. I have them as the eight seed and not making it out of the plan. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. So I have the the Wolves going to the Western Conference finals. So they are um, (laughs) going (laughs) to go against Golden State. I, I think it's one thing that's interesting about this season in the NBA is um, a lot of people think it's up in the air. I I don't really like. I think the Warriors, the Bucks, are pretty well the best teams. Clearly, in my opinion, now I do have Philly winning the most regular season games because Milwaukee doesn't really need to prove anything. In my opinion, I still think Milwaukee's going to win a ton of games. Um, I have them as two seed, but I yeah, I'm, not gonna bet, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not sweating. I'm not betting against Giannis and Curry at this point. To me, that that's a wise bet. I I just don't see enough from these other teams. Like a lot of people are high on the Clippers. A lot of people are high on Denver or Philly. 
I have the Clippers as the number one seed in the West. Yeah. So here's why. I mean, they're they're eleven deep. People keep talking about, oh, they're deep. They have all these um, role players that are, you know, thirty nine years old and stuff like that. So I I just don't buy it. And their their stars have not stayed healthy in several years, not just one year. Um. So I'm I'm all out on on the Clippers, even though I. I do have. I, I can't. I mean, I can't blame any of those points. Um, Maybe I'm as a four seed, but that's you know, I'm not saying I think we're going to get John Wall of old, but the last time we saw John Wall, he was averaging like 27 and 12. You know, so like, yeah, he's not going to be that. Um, I also had hair then. My hair wasn't balding then. So, but I, yeah, no, I love Reggie Jackson. I love Norm Powell. Um, you know, yeah, Maybe they don't have like. What's that? Good NBA players. Good NBA players. I mean, honestly, Norm Powell dropped 30 last last preseason game. You know, like they've Powell. got competent. I love Powell. I think they've got competent guys. They've got champion NBA Finals MVP Kawhi. Well, I think one, like, I don't think he's done. You know, like, if we're going with this idea that, like, Paul George is cooked, Kawhi is cooked. Like, if they're not going to win it this year, they're never going to win it. I don't think. Or, like, if if they're not going to win it for those reasons, those reasons aren't going away next year or the year after that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think Terrence Mann could take a step up. I think Brandon Boston has a lot of room he can grow. Um, you know, I'm not saying that, like, I, I've got them winning the most regular season games because I think that um, – but then I've got them losing in the second round to Golden State, you know. Yeah, that makes some sense. Um, one know, thing I'm looking at are standings. I've got them losing in the second round to the New Orleans Pelicans. Ooh, so that's one of your hot takes, the Pelicans. My hot take is the Pelicans make it to, as, as a five seed, I have them beating Dallas in the first round, beating LA in the second round, uh, and then falling to Golden State in the, fin- in the conference finals. That's spicy. I just think... I'm- it's it is spicy. I don't think it's as spicy as it as it, it appears to be. Um, I mean, they were the sixth seed last year, and they got CJ McCollum at the dead. I don't think he came. Did he go at the deadline? No, he went earlier he, than that. He was in the fresh thread set, wasn't he? Yeah, he but I think first, he yeah. So he, he went like before round. the deadline. Yeah, um, they made that move pretty quick when Dame was out, and it just sort of went. Portland didn't. Yeah. Anyway. I don't, so they didn't have a full season. And I think a lot of times, like guards, we saw, I think, with James Harden, he's going to have a great year this year. He went into a new system. Um, and they're playing with guys. I don't know. I just think that, like, that mid-season trade is a big deal. I think that that first off-season they have, and I think they came off of a really exciting, probably a lot of bonding. You know, I think that they all started mm-hmm. to really trust each other. And the only thing that's happened to them since is they got Zion back. That does matter. You know, and so I think Brandon Ingram, we all saw what Brandon Ingram can do. He is miniature Slim Reaper to me. Um, Herb Jones, my favorite, you know, my favorite player in the NBA. Um, Big Herb guy. You know, they asked I, have coach, I have his M jelly. There we go. So, you know, they asked coach last off, you know, at the last – Last year's media day, who has impressed you most this offseason? Herb Jones. 
they asked, they brought it up again this year at media day. And they said, you know, coach last year, you said Herb Jones was the most impressive player in camp. And, you know, obviously you were right because he had a great rookie year. Who was it this, this year? Was there another player that really impressed you off season this year? Answer Herb Jones. First person there, last person to leave the gym every single day. His team tried to buy him a vacation. That's awesome. He was like, I don't really go on vacation. I might go fishing, um, you know. And I don't know how much, you know, obviously there's a lot of offensive room for him to grow, but all he's done, just get a year older, a year a bit more confident, you know, like a 35th, 37th pick last year. Um, you know, he worked his way into the rotation. He didn't get a 4K because he played one minute in the first game and didn't accumulate a single stat. So that's I don't, wild. you know, I think New Orleans, that's that's my team. I, I honestly think I might be a little low on them. You know, you have them as the five seed, which isn't like crazy um, on that side of things. I, 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 I mean, I, you're selling me right now, so maybe... Maybe you are right. I I definitely did, I definitely like them, but everything I want to else talk about really chalky. You've got no, LA so, so there's a couple things that I wanted to talk about on on the low end. So both of us have teams that were great last year. I think the one and two seed, if I'm not wrong, the Suns and the Grizzlies. Both of us are kind of down on them, and I think I think the Grizzlies is the one that. Kind of is a little surprising, um, maybe to some. We don't want to be down on the sun. I, I, I'm fine with being down on the Suns. I think you are too. I don't think either one of us is ready to be down on the Grizzlies, but I'm just sort of looking at what I look at here. Um, I've got them at seven at the seven seed, one in 44 games. You've got 43 games at the eight seed. Um, you know, I've got them making the playoffs, but they're hitting Golden State in the playoffs again, and I just. Uh, you know, you've got Denver beating them in the first round. Um, yeah, I just, I don't think they've upgraded their roster. And if anything, that's gotten worse, right? Exactly. Then, that was sort of the opposite of with New Orleans. It's like all they did was triple J is hurt. So I think he'll be, I think uh, I obviously I drafted him in the Badge County draft last night. Um, so I have reason to be optimistic, maybe foolishly so, because last year, you know, was it last year? I remember the year before where it was like, um, he's hurt, but he's going to be fine. And then it was just like Memphis is just notoriously silent on the injury front and just they don't, they don't give you anything. And it was a lot longer of a recovery time than they sort of let on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that doesn't happen this year, though. But, yeah, I mean, they lost slow-mo. They lost DeAnthony Melton. Mm-hmm. Which aren't like um, they're just role players, but still they matter. Big role right? players, though. Yeah, I mean that's that's your depth right there because, like you I said, they you didn't replace see, them with anything. Yeah, I think you could see Zaire Williams like step he up. Needs, he has. Um, to. That's the thing, though. Is like he has to. Yeah, he, yeah, they have to have him step up because they need they need a lot from him. I mean, they need. A yeah, Kennedy Chandler, their you know, their first draft pick. He's got to step up. I think, you know, I think everybody loves a little bit of Lofton. Kenny Lofton Jr. Yeah, I how much is he really he gonna converted. factor in? You know, like oh, he won't factor in long term. I just freaking love the guy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think they really did anything. No, they do still have you know one of my favorite players in the NBA, Stephen Adams. But you know what you're getting with him, right? So you you can't expect 
some great offensive outcomes. Nothing really, yeah, nothing, nothing really changed. And I just, you know, it didn't work out for him last year entirely. And, and they're going to have less Jaron Jackson. Yeah, I think the Suns, we both are kind of just like, I don't know. I don't Chris think Chris Paul stays healthy this year. We have one more year. <clears throat> there's, you know, obviously the ownership stuff, but not just the ownership stuff. Like there's Aiton who hasn't been happy. And who, didn't, who apparently has not spoken to his head coach between <laughs> game seven and media day. Like, I don't know. I'm that's not saying, wild. like, why are they not having barbecues every other day? But, like, that's a long time to have no contact. And even when they were doing those interviews on media day, it sounded like they still hadn't talked. Yeah, that's pretty wild. It's wild. And then Jay Crowder wanted out, right? And I don't he's know gone. Exactly. Oh, so, he's, yeah, they, yeah, he's foregone conclusion just, that he's they're out. Gonna get, they're going to get something for him, but not much, you know? So... Their depth There's is something a little to be said for, to me. you know, yeah. Uh, I just, and my thing mostly is that I don't think that Chris Paul stays, is able to stay healthy all year again. You know, this is a guy that's mm-hmm. had a lot of injury issues throughout his career, and I'm happy that he's been able to string a couple years of staying well, relatively that, healthy. That plant based diet, once he got with the Thunder, changes, no kidding. Changed uh, everything. You know, and I hope he's. I hope he stays healthy. Do you um, know that I tried doing the plant based diet for about three days and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no I'm like my, my yeah. I'm like yeah. I was like Chris Paul can do it. I can revitalize my life and career. Why can't I? This professional and athlete can do it. I was like, you know, I like cheeseburgers and I like steak and I like meat based. Yeah, meat based diet. I'm so, on a meat based diet. And I'm not a professional athlete, and I won't be that way. So, so that's some hot takes. Like I said, we're going to post those, um, all of these predictions for posterity's so sake, so that what are, when we're 100 percent wrong. What are our finals? Did we ever say that? So I have, I have Milwaukee winning it all over, over the, over the Warriors. I have the Celtics over the Warriors. Okay. Yeah, I mean Duh. the Warriors are just like a team to be reckoned with, right? So. It's. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there. You know, I think what's going to be interesting is the Draymond situation. I'm. I don't. We obviously everybody has heard enough about the fight. Um, I don't but think it's interesting. If I'm being honest, I think I don't. I think it won't affect anything personally. Oh no! Exactly. That's. What, I'm not even talking about the fight. I oh. just think payroll wise, like maybe they run it the whole year. You know, and they're just saying like, look, well, they can these extensions the don't take place till next year. Mm-hmm. And we're just – we're not going to move anything because um, next year, if, if they do nothing, uh, like this current payroll next season, with the luxury tax included, $483 million. Uh, you know, and I know they got a lot of money. I know Joe Lacob and, and co, they've got the paycheck. Um, they can pay for that, but I just don't, well, gosh, I don't see them happening. Uh Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be interesting, but I think that's something that's going to really more or less be handled next year, personally. Yeah. But, um, so, I mean, pretty much everything for us can be handled next week. I think this is this is who we are, Badger County. You know, just a little taste. We got a little taste of the roadmap. We got sort of some predictions. They're going to be posted up in our Twitter. They're going to be posted in our Discord. Links for those will be in the description at Apple Podcasts. They'll be in the description at Spotify. So give us a follow everywhere there. And we're going to be doing this every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, occasional spaces. Hop in the Discord because that's like an everyday thing, right? 
let's twenty four seven. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, we pretty much talk from you know six a.m. to ten p.m. <laughs> every night. You're not kidding. Day. And, so, and you know, even even more so. And we've got a week full of NBA action. Yes, Tuesday. What a beautiful thing. Night. We have the next games. week. We're going to be watching the games in which the rookie, the rookie debut set. I mean, honestly, when we think about it, let's talk about this one last thing. The rookie debut set should be closed. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like all of the yeah. games are happening this week. One week from now. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, we are going to have every um, debut moment uh, mapped out in our head. And we're going to see if we – no, we're not. But it's going to be fun watching them. We're going to we're gonna talk about it all because we love rookies. And we're going to talk about the roadmap. And we're going to talk about – Yeah, so we'll probably have an impromptu Twitter spaces, um, you know. Sometime Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we will see you guys here next Tuesday In with our takes on everything from the first week of the NBA season, 2022-23. Thanks right, for listening, back. everyone. Welcome to Badge County. 